Hello, my friends. Welcome back. That was probably really loud. I'm really <laughs> sorry. Hi, welcome back to episode two of the Dusty and Rocky Chronicles. Hello. Um, honey, um, yes. you have been a real popular uh, person on really? the gram recently. Your little pop out from my shoulder was hilarious. I laughed at that. You weren't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. And then... I got to take advantage of when I'm in the back seat with the baby. Yes. I got to take advantage of all that, you know? Yes. I, I'm, getting, I, I'm getting more messages about you being in my um, stories <laughs> than anything else. So I think we need to get you You're more involved. You're welcome. Um, kind of cool, cool things that are happening. Um, we're going to change your Instagram name, we've decided. Mm-hmm. And it's actually thankful to one of our uh, podcast listeners. Um, they gave us some feedback about the episode. They liked it. And um, they kind of heard what our plan is kind of going forward with now the baby being here. And um, so now we're going to... Uh, do we want to reveal the name or do we want to like keep No, let's it reveal it to our podcast listeners. I, I like it. Now. Episode so, two. What my new name will be, because it's going to be my new journey, basically, it's going to be Rebuilding Rocky. I like it. I like it. Rebuilding Rocky. Now, what's going to happen? I rebuild everything that I worked for, because, you know, we had a lot of issues in the beginning. I think I said that in the last podcast. I wasn't able to work out like I was, because I was, was, for over a year, working out six days a week. Yeah. And going intense, because I love it. And then getting pregnant. I had to go on some rest and some leave and stuff. So it's literally about rebuilding my muscles, rebuilding my meal plans, rebuilding everything. Rebuilding Rocky. And I think the big part of it and my, my username, um, to, to be honest, my username has gone through a, um, <laughs> a I, at one time I was Dusty McLost it because mm-hmm. I was such a serial offender of McDonald's to where I went there so much. Uh, I think... When I did a YouTube video about McDonald's, I did like three, three, three thousand calories before nine a.m. just at McDonald's. So my name used to be Dusty McLost it, and then Dusty uh, McLost, and I went through a bunch of different transformations of my name. That's crazy, that's two days worth of calories for me. Yeah, that's I had a lot. I had a lot, that's and so weird. I I landed on Dusty lost three hundred pounds because the the name means a lot, and so my initial reaction was. Um, if I can put my username and it immediately kind of tell the story of kind of what my page is going to be all about, then I'll go with it. So it just stuck and really there's no changing it for me, Mm -hmm. uh, in the sense that some of the articles that have been published with people and stuff like that refer directly to the Instagram. So friends that see that people magazine article can find my Instagram and that's the entire point to get the story out there so that somebody can see that there's a possibility that there's hope. So with um, yours, yours right now is Rocky underscore R and Y. And your story is pretty much defined with your username by the weight loss surgery. Well, that first year was about the weight loss surgery. It was learning my new body, learning my new stomach, learning all the new things that could happen with that. And I feel like beyond that, now it's about maintaining and I still want to lose, especially after having a baby. So it's a completely different story. And it's going to be... a completely different story to tell on yeah. my Instagram. Yeah. And so I, I think it, rebuilding Rocky is, yeah, it's super exciting. I'm, it's weird because usually it's daunting when you're like, oh, okay, I have 10 pounds to lose to get to my pre-pregnancy weight or whatever. Or even if it was the 30 or 40 still, it's like daunting and you're like, I don't want to start, but I'm pretty excited to like get back into a routine and find yeah. a new routine because we have now a baby to include in that. Yeah, and having a... I, I don't know how it's going to work out. Like, when she's able to get into, like, one of the walking strollers mm-hmm. or... 
something like that, or where we can do a dual workout in the garage. Because mm-hmm. with the gym still being closed in California, I it, pretty much the garage is where I'm where I'm at, yeah. and where I'm probably going to be for until further notice. I miss the gym because there's a lot more of a variety of weights, but. I've got to work with what I got, and I've got a good decent amount of weights. Today, I'm going to go pick up a uh, slanted bench, which is nice. I'll be able to do more dips, and um, I, I think that's one thing that I've noticed a lack of is uh, core strength versus mm. the gym, because I designated 30 minutes at the end of a workout just for core, and I'm, just, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm trying to finish it as much as I can and within the 30-minute to 30 minute to an hour time frame, so that I'm not missing time where I'm not here yeah. in the house trying to contribute and, and trying to help out. So I'll definitely have to work on core and figure things out too because it's a whole new new thing of being having a C-section. Yeah. And yeah. that's uh, – honestly, it's it's mentally taxing sometimes to think, you know, I've done this, I've done that, I've seen such great results, but now I've got to kind of work back to that. And it, it's – that's a real mentality change, and I think that's really something that I had to grow in in my weight loss journey is accepting that my timeline isn't going to happen and that how I want things to turn out isn't going to be how I want things to turn out. But to be – like imagine somebody shouting in your face and you immediately want to take a jerk reaction and shout back in their face. Well, imagine being on the other side to where someone's shouting in your face and instead of you just immediately being triggered to shout back in their face, you're simply staying quiet, staying calm, and you're staying steady because you know that maybe your message that you're being quiet about is louder or that your message that you have to tell has nothing to do with a quick jerk reaction, but it has something to do with you being patient or you sitting through like the the chaotic moments and I treat my weight loss journey like that. There's so many chaotic moments. The scale doesn't move. I noticed something different in my body. I had a bad eating day. I had this. I had that. You know, all these chaotic things. Huh? Injuries. Injuries. I can have all these chaotic things, but can I be that steady person that doesn't react? louder than words. Yeah. That saying goes for everything. That honestly, if I think about it, I'm less reactionary now that I've lost the weight or in the process of me losing weight. I'm less reactionary. The scale didn't move. Reaction. Um, I have an injury reaction. This didn't happen. This happened reaction. Now I'm less reactionary in the sense that I'm okay. Well, this isn't a day that I chalked up to be the day that I wanted it to be, but tomorrow's a new day and I just got to put in the work and be consistent and it'll add up. Well, I think that's why we spend so much time on our like platforms explaining or trying to convey that mental part of the journey is so important. Because if you're not prepared for that, and if you're not prepared to see the scale go either up, down, or stay the same for any a certain amount of time, then you need to rethink your journey because it's going to happen. Yeah, You're going to have a stall. You're going to have uh, water weight issues. You're going to have times where you're like, how did I lose five pounds in a day? You know what I mean? Like it's water. It's this, it's that. Like if you don't mentally prepare yourself for that, for the gains, for the consistency, then you're the inconsistency that the scale can show then you're gonna have um some failures you know because you're gonna give up that's why we yo-yoed for so many years and telling like, you I'm not the yo-yo weight. championship is not all that it talks up to be Mm-mm. i mean I the reward like, oh, is definitely not worth there's it. all these different color yo-yos like no i don't want a yo-yo okay i would like an... i can't i can't <laughs> what happened Oh, mm. all right. Awkward silence, and we're making it through. <laughs> um, 
So uh, one thing I, I do want to say, uh, kind of um, tangent here, if I had a dollar for every diaper that mm-hmm. I have changed or that I'm going to change, um, I'm buying a house. Yep. I'm buying a house with the amount of diapers. I think last night it was... It was uh, rough. It was rough, okay? Not only was it a number two... Uh, but then after number two, you clean it up and put the flap over to get ready to wipe. And then it happens while it's happening. And then you clean up and everything's good and clean. And then it happens again. And this is at two o'clock in the morning. So um, it's, you know, it's been fun. It's, it's been good. Uh, sleep is a hot commodity around these parts. Uh, Definitely wish I had some more of it. Whew, yeah, that's, um, can we borrow? <laughs> you almost want to borrow sleep. But... With me, I'm going back to work in about a week and a half. Uh, my wife uh, has some extended time off. Um, got to recover. Uh, she's got to recover. And so she's not going back for another couple, month and a half. Is yeah, it? about Something that. Something like that. And uh, honestly, I-, I wish she had more time just because I-, I wish I had more time. Because it feels like this time has sped through so really? quick. She's going to be a month or four weeks tomorrow. And she's barely starting to recognize or, or notice us. Like, she recognizes me a little bit, and she gives me a little smile. I got one yesterday, made my whole life. But um, she's still in the process of kind of learning and developing and stuff like that. So having everything, to go back to work, it's crazy. Everything relates back to the weight loss journey for me, I think for us. Yeah. But it just reminds me of, like, when she's changing every single day, it's not big, huge, monumental milestone changes. It's the littlest pieces that were like, she really looked at me. Like, she didn't look beyond me. She actually looked, like made eye contact today. Yeah. No, she saw me. No, she smiled. Like, she smiled at me. It wasn't about sleeping. Like, little tiny, did you see her hand reach for me? Like, little things. And it's like, if we have to do that for our weight loss journey, because it's not always going to be milestone, huge, monumental things. You mm-hmm. have to notice, hey, my pants feel a little looser today. Hey, I feel better today. Mentally, I feel better. Physically, I feel better. I was able to walk without being out of breath a little bit more today. Little things that you need to remember so the scale doesn't rule your life. Because yeah. that thing is like a ball and chain. We did not notice the huge growth spurt that she went through. She was oh 21 gosh, yeah. and a half inches when she was born. Mm-hmm. And after, you know, okay, that, that's tall. Well, we all of a sudden, uh, I think it was we were transitioning. Because we're trying to find newborn, zero to three months or three months, kind of what fits best. And she was in newborns and everything was fine with newborns. But all of a sudden we tried another newborn outfit and... Well, we wanted, we switched her to zero to three months because her, her belly button hadn't, oh, fall, that's her right. umbilical yeah, cord right. hadn't fallen off yet. And so we wanted to give it some air. So we did zero to three months to have a little bigger, and were, it fell off and she was fine. So we're like, okay, let's try her newborns back on because they fit a little better. Dusty put it on her and all of a sudden it didn't fit over her shoulders anymore. And I was like, did it try to? Like, what in the world? Like, what happened? And then Dusty's like, oh, go get the measuring tape. So we measured her again, and she was... 23 and a half or 24 inches. Like, like she, she grew, grew two inches. She grew two inches. And, uh, like, we're, we're looking it up in the app, and it's like, that's above normal. It's like, oh, okay. Well, um, I think I told my wife, I- is she becoming Shaq? Like, <laughs> I don't know if I can handle a Shaq, and, like, taller than me. She's going to be tall. She's got long, skinny feet. Like, she's... Oh, great. It's crazy. It's crazy. So it's gonna this be so week... so hard to find you shoes. This week I uh, I posted my um, uh, or posted a video that I put together. It was a compilation of kind of where I was, and this was actually the beginning towards the 
first half of my journey. Um, the beginning part of the video, I'm in like a gray shirt doing like this back exercise where I'm pulling, like cable pulling. And that's not my top weight, but that's essentially telling the story of when I started in the gym and started my process of losing weight in the gym. And it shows kind of caps uh, or it shows little times where I've been able to work out at a smaller weight just to kind of show that, hey, the very beginning of my journey, um, and actually I got a lot of feedback in on TikTok, Instagram, and the messages of no one really said, hey, out of the way, fat boy. Like no one believed that someone would be that cruel to somebody in the gym. But in reality, if we look at all the messages across all the platforms of me posting that video, so many people agree with the fact that they feel judged or looked uh -huh. at. A good portion of the community feels stared or looked at because of this ostracizing, I'm starting to work out, people are looking, why are you working out, why are you in this area, everything like that. And really, that happened. I remember distinctly that machine in the very beginning you have to use both sides of the cable pulley uh, section. And I remember I was on that machine for a separate reason and I was using one side. And a guy had already been established on the other. Well, I guess my area was over to the left a little too much. And a simple excuse me or a simple, hey, um, can, I, can I get right here wasn't enough. It was move out of the way, fat boy. And the power of words... I don't think a lot of us maybe that haven't struggled with obesity, have been overweight, understand the, the, the power of words. I remember what my teacher told me in fifth grade. I remember mm -hmm. why my PE teacher didn't pick me for the basketball team. Those words carry weights and those words carry value. And so a lot of what pushes me today is because I remember the memories of what happened before are a lot of what pushed me till today. And so I posted that and... It was remarkable, the feedback, but it was awesome as well as I was able to direct that to a lady on TikTok who recently shared a video of her crying going to the car, gym, right? crying in the car and pretty much making a PSA, you know, public service announcement. Can we not judge somebody if they're overweight going into the gym? And it's like, like, it, how many is journeys that... have your looks, has somebody's looks stopped? Oh, that's heavy. You know, like staring at somebody like judging somebody you don't know where they've been or why they are or where what part of their journey and someone could still be morbidly obese and have lost 100 pounds already you know what i mean like you don't know somebody's story yeah someone could still be staring at you when you were 300 pounds or 250 pounds or you know what i mean like and not knowing that you'd already lost from 500 yeah i see and i, I get this comment a lot well I, I stare at people but it doesn't mean i'm judging them why are and you staring then? The, see, like the, I understand you're going to look at somebody in the gym. Regardless, you're going to look at somebody in the gym. But there is a distinct difference between looking and staring. And I know that difference because I grew up overweight on elementary, middle school, and high school. I know what it looks like when someone's staring at yep. you and laughing. And it's not, oh, you're, you've assumed that. No, I've actually gone out of my way and approach these people just so I can really understand what it looks like for someone to actually just look at you or just to stare back stare. and they don't notice until finally they make eye contact and you're like, hi. And then they're like, oh, take like, a photo. Yeah. I was uh, talking to a friend of mine, Chavez, uh, recently. I said, you know, did you notice people staring at me when I was over 500 pounds? And Chavez was, has been a good friend throughout my heaviest weight and to, still to my current weight. And um, I can tell when he is looking because he's a looker. He's like, oh, it, it's, you know, it's dusty. That, that's, that's that. And then there's a difference between those that I know that would stare. 
and that would awkwardly stare. Like how? Well, I would see those stares, and yeah. I I'm very protective of those that I love, and so I'm staring at anyone I see staring at him, and when they make eye contact with me, they're like, oh crap, like. She sees me staring. And I didn't notice those things. I didn't notice people Oh, staring. I noticed every single one, and it was, like, made me boiling hot. Like, yeah. I'm so angry. Yeah. But the people who comment on that video and say, um, no one said that to you. Like, first of all, you have no idea what you're talking about. I want to be, where's that uh, Alabaster box song? You weren't there. Yeah. And then second, like, there's a reason that all kinds of um, gym influencers and, like, bodybuilders are coming up against bullying for the gym. Yeah. There's a reason that they're having to send a message like, hey, if someone comes into the gym that usually isn't there, cheer them on. Try and encourage them. Like, don't judge them. Don't get mad that there's a bunch of new people here. Like, don't get judgmental. Don't talk crap, basically. Yeah. And there's a reason that people, there's, there's been a few influencers who've done that. If we were to open a gym, and I, man, I would love to open That'd a gym awesome. and have it be like a country. And honestly, what I would put on the front of the gym is just a level playing field, tail of the tape. This is what it's all about. And it's pretty much a breakdown that you're not better than anybody else. This mm-hmm. isn't your personal stage show when you're here. If you're here to put in work for a stage show, awesome. If you're here to just better yourself and lose a little bit of weight, awesome. If you're here just to uh, talk and have a community, great. But then also set some guidelines. You know, when you're sitting on a machine, sitting on it texting or sitting having a full-blown conversation, those are etiquette things in the gym that probably shouldn't happen. And somebody who's new in the gym wouldn't maybe necessarily know those. But if I were to open a gym, it would, like, I would try to bring such a cohesive atmosphere Oh, she okay? Yeah. We're right in the middle of feeding. See, this is right in the... Oh, She's okay. She's okay? Just right after feeding? Milk. <laughs> she needs some milk. No, no, she had, she had too much milk. <laughs> Sorry. She is staring into, I think her glove's over here. Yeah. This is full blown into the day in the life right here. Um, but I, I would want to set up the gym in such a way that it's cohesive and that, I think that's what Planet Fitness is trying to do a place of no judgment but they've almost taken it too far in my opinion is that the one that has pizza and stuff it has pizza it's got the tootsie rolls that's it's got like, the lunk alarm and it's like oh you can have pizza yes you can have pizza but but you- that's like having a, a sinking like um all-inclusive re- rehab with a little bit of heroin in the front you can't control yourself you have an issue with food but someone's saying, like, but it's okay, no judgment here, you can have pizza, but go ahead and work it off. Like, I don't understand that. Like, like what if they... Like, I was addicted to food, and, like, that yeah. would be hard to say no to pizza. If you... Uh, like, if that situation was set up, well, why not set up something of a nutritional... Um, a nutritional education or, like, a smoothie bar. I understand why they have smoothie bars. They oftentimes charge, like, three times the amount yeah. of what the smoothie is just to make money. But, like, like, I would hate that. Like, I would love to start a gym and have it be... Hey, this These is how are you some can be options. cost effective. Yeah. This is the here, like honestly, have a chart at the top. Here are the different milks, and here are the different calories, and here are the different protein sources. And have boards all around the gym of just nutritional, factual information. Instagram has a ton of pictures of that information. Why not? Why can't that be in a gym? Of it just being a full-blown wellness center. Like when we think about wellness center, we're thinking about maybe a massage, laying down in a hot towel, and. Feeling nice and warm and oily. Um, 
Anyways, wellness center. But a wellness center being a gym. But that same gym having a nutritional um, aspect of it to where you learn about what's in your food. How to uh, maybe even has a kitchen. Like every Thursday, come work out. And at, from 7 to 8 o'clock, Chef so-and-so is going to come and cook live and give you some alternative recipes. I mean, it, having a wellness like That's what it is. It's epicenter. not about just working out. It's about wellness. Yeah. And so, like, if you want to come in and work on a stage show, like you want to be a bodybuilding show, can we have extra rooms with mirrors where you can have a posing coach there with you? Or if you're just looking to not be intimidated, you don't know too much about the gym, what if we had TVs set up at each individual workout station? We had 10 workout stations, and they had TVs on how to actually work out that workout station. Or if you um, had a little kiosk, what if there was five kiosks, you put in the number of the machine that you saw you want to work out, and you watch a video real quick on how to do it. Like, the, the overall support of getting in to the gym and supporting yourself. That's why I have such a hard, uh, and I'll, I'll full stop talking and let you take over because I'm talking too much, but this yeah. is why I have such a, a concern with, you've got a lot of stores, you've got a lot of places open, and I understand those places need to be open, but there's a lot of non-essential places that um, are open as well. But the gym isn't open, and the gym isn't allowed to be open. And I know that they Which I are... I don't think my health would be essential, but, you know. I know they're trying to be protective in the gym. Is a very, It could be a high-spread environment. But the gyms that have stayed open with a good sanitation protocol in place, they haven't seen Social any spread. Social distancing. Social distancing. They haven't seen any kind of uh, spread. And there are gyms that are in defiant all around the country that are still... Uh, opening and they're still not seeing an issue and if you feel comfortable and safe to go out uh, to be able to go out and be able to work on because honestly the gym is more mental health um, for me yeah absolutely it's it's physical but it's also mental health as well sorry she's i wish it was on video our daughter's like looking towards the sun and she's like oh my god i can't look away i don't know why songs are popping into my head every time we talk i want to be in the light as you were in the light it's so bright so i think that's important i I wish we could have a wellness center one day that'd be awesome that'd be incredible uh almost have public speakers that talk about you know when you step into the gym and just do you do you like boo boo do you don't worry about anybody else looking at you or anybody else giving you judgment in fact is there a judgment report line to where we can come over and give somebody an awkward look for giving you a weird awkward look well if you join a gym just to stare at people (laughs) i think your your membership should be revoked uh listen you have um been caught staring three or four times we're gonna um i think the point too i think the point too is just keep going it doesn't matter what they're doing, how they're looking, what they're looking at, because you don't, you're not going to be looking at them. You're going to be looking at your progress. Yeah. Um. We both had stares. We both felt uncomfortable at our top weights, and sometimes I still do. Because honestly, being a woman going to the gym, a lot of times men will look at you like you have no idea what you're doing. I've had someone come and give me advice before I even started a machine, and I was like, I use machine this machine every day. Like, thanks. Stay no, thank lane. you. But I was like, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Like, I wasn't rude. I was just like, okay, thank you. But I'm like, man, people just assume you don't know it because you're like, what, a woman or a bigger or I don't care. So, but just stay in your own lane. Doesn't matter if anyone else is looking at you. You keep looking at yourself. You're like, yeah, come see and watch this transformation. Keep going. Keep moving. Keep keep working hard at it because we felt the same and we kept moving forward. Yeah. And that's what's going to make your journey worth it. And that's what's going to make you an overcomer in it. I think we're good to wrap up episode two. I like it. 
What do you think, Presley? She agrees. She agrees. We are ready to wrap up episode two. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Thank I think you. at this point, every Monday and Friday, we're going to put up a Dusty and Rocky Chronicle. Oh. Um, I think that'll be a good, like consistent it. way. Um, if uh, you are somebody that wants to hear from us every single day, um, <laughs> we'll put a poll out. I don't know if we could do a podcast. I'm sure we could probably do a podcast. It's only 30 minutes. Um, but Mondays and Fridays and then uh, educational stuff about my weight loss journey. Um, we're going to get into an interview that I had coming up with um, my good friend Chris Chavez. He did the whole 30, lost 35 pounds and has maintained it for three years. And then also going to get into um, the darkness of food addiction and Oof. get into that a little bit more. I'd like to have some future episodes about why I decided with the weight loss surgery, what that process mm-hmm. was like and what I went through and kind of what the first six months looks like. And then get into different things from, you know, recently they a cardiovascular surgeon said that ketogenic diet is um, a complete mistake to do. And so to hear actually what he has to say and how it it. it intertwines with what we're hearing from the community especially on instagram so i think there's going to be some really good topics coming up and then of course my wife and i um if you have any questions one cool thing about anchor is anchor allows you to uh, submit message requests and if you have a particular question or topic you'd like us to discuss uh, i think soon enough we'll do a q a and uh, yeah. that'll be really fun to do Look and, out for um, Rebuilding Rocky coming out probably Rebuilding next week. Rocky. Um, it's coming soon on Instagram. And uh, that's it. That's all. Bye, guys. Another day in the books. Another day in the books. I think I'm going to do a t-shirt. Another, no, what is it? Uh, another day, no. Yeah. One another, day at a time. T- another day in the There's books. There's a whole lot of t-shirts I can make with sayings. But yes. Guys, we'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Bye. Bye.